What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Doing business like a CEO while saving like a CFO. Staples has all the supplies you need to run your business like a boss at prices that'll make your bookkeeper smile. Now that is an achievement. Everything from paper to pens. And right now, a 12-pack of Big Round Stick ballpoint pens is just 99 cents. And a 5-pack of Sharpie Accent highlighters is only $1.99. At Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. Ends 126.19 in-store only. Assorted colors, Limit five. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome. Hey, welcome (laughs) to Plus Size Life Entertainment. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jahayla. I'm your host, Jackie. How is everybody? Hope you had a fabulous MLK weekend. Yes. Had a good time to reflect. And, (laughs) And happy belated to our wonderful host, Jackie. Gracias, gracias, gracias. <laughs> we're getting so, old. <laughs> no, we're always oh young. We're young at heart. It's all that matters. Yes, we are. We are. We are, we are. <laughs> so, welcome back to Plus Size Life Entertainment. Remember yeah. that we can always be contacted. <laughs> Please come and contact us at Plus Size Life at thelovezoneusa.com. And also, we finally have an Instagram page. Come follow us. We are Plus Size Life Entertainment. That's it. All one word, at Plus Size Life Entertainment. You will find us so easy. Um, See what me and Jackie are up to. Mm -hmm. And see, we're going to be posting stuff that we're talking about on the show there so that you can always go if we're talking about someone's outfit or a new line of fashion we're going to try to post so that you guys have visuals of what we're talking about um yes that that helps us connect (laughs) with you guys and the audience and make sure that you can always call in at Mm 347-539-5729 yes we want to hear from you guys come on please call us (laughs) we're nice we don't bite Okay, so for our entertainment news today, and also politics on top of it, it's a crazy where entertainers are having to talk about politics because we're all in this place of, like, fear. We all know that the government has been shut down, and uh, government workers have been asked. Yeah, for three weeks now, and government workers have been asked to return to their jobs without being paid. And we know Mm -mm -mm -mm. that that is some bull. So, I mean, yeah, it's just not okay. And it's for Mm -hmm. the, and the thing is, it's not even a government shutdown for something worthwhile. Um, I know. It's for this goddamn wall. That makes this no sense. I feel like he's the only person in the planet who wants this wall up. Uh, uh, <laughs> him, him and every white Republican politician <laughs> in D.C. Um, I don't understand them. Uh, oh, but this is who's running our country right now, so this is where we, we are. Um, I know. So in entertainment, <sighs> the way that this falls into entertainment is that Cardi B last week posted a video about Mm -hmm. what's been going on and how she sees it happening and she put it simply it's 
and she said it's effing scary, which is true. I know. The last time the government was shut down, and she says this in her video, she was like, I know people start jumping down her throat, like saying, you know, but Obama shut down the government at one point, but Obama shut down mm-hmm. the government to get us health care. I know. I, I heard her, and I was like, that was, oh, my God. Yeah. Something <laughs> that was benefiting every single American in the mm-hmm. United States and non-American green card holders. We're talking about everybody that health care was affecting everyone citizen mm-hmm. and non-citizen because wow. that is uh, a human right. I know. What Cardi... it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy that she says she's scared because if the people who have money are scared, imagine us. <laughs> you know, like I feel like the millionaires, the celebrities that have money, they're wondering like what the hell is happening? Who knows if they're thinking, you know? And I think that she shared a sentiment that we all as Americans are feeling right now, all of us that are feeling kind of helpless, is that mm-hmm. obviously we all feel like something needs to be done, but none yeah. of us know what that thing is. Like, what do we do? And if someone has an answer to that question, please call in and let us know because I don't know what to do. I told Jackie, I said a few weeks ago, I told you the story about my crazy um, blue light experience of what happened in Queens and how I really Mm -hmm. thought we were bombed because we're living in a really (laughs) unstable situation that literally everybody, like Queens, people who saw this thing, it wasn't only me. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was all over my feed that all these people were like, what's happening? Everybody was scared. People were crying. People were having panic attacks because when you feel like your government is not there for you, this is what happens. You're scared. Exactly. And it's not just us. It's also people with money like Cardi who are scared. We're genuinely scared. And this is, and that's, and that's, really bad that no, you in know the what? whole country so many people have this internal fear that you don't know that it's it's digging inside of you because you're living your day to day but no and also the food that we're eating remember they also said the food that we're eating are not being inspected because we don't have any workers to inspect it so who knows what we're eating on top of that like now we yeah. gotta guess who knows food poisoning from food not being inspected because there's no you know on top of everything yeah. else that's happening Oh it's, it's it's a dark time when people have are being forced to work and not going to get paid. Like, that's not okay, and they're going to be angry. And then I went through customs after the new year while the government was shut down. Literally, three people were working at a desk, and the line was, like, outside of security because we no, there was not enough people working at customs because wow. not enough people are going to show up and not get paid. Yep. Let's see so how gonna, let's see how this flight. is gonna end. Yep, people let's see how this is gonna end. It's, 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 it's been a little crazy. So Yes. Our next our first song of the night. Yay is Favor by Jordan Armstrong. This is the kind of music you'll hear with host Tasha Lil Queen on the Hip Hop Christian Connection Sundays at 4 p.m. Stick around Mm -hmm. and we will be discussing social media addicts and how they are being compared to drug addicts. And remember, you're listening to 
Jackie and Kayla on Plus Size Life Entertainment. We'll be right back. She be riding in a Jeep. And she party on the weekend. She be rolling through them streets. Yeah. Different rapper every season. Nah. It ain't always been that way. No, it ain't always been they season But they know how to make a way To get you through them situations Uh On and on, on and on Gotta do some things just to blow your mind On and on, on and on Now you're walking in that favor feeling so alive Keep your head high to the greatest Super fresh up in the lake they never thought that you would make it But look, mama, we made it Ah, it's so crazy, it's so alive Yeah, I can go out and on and on Down on the same I really hope you're ready So much grace and favor Falling on me, hallelujah on me Linda Clifford, and when I want to stay away from a runaway love, 
I listen to the LoveZoneUSA.com so that I know I'm getting the right information and won't ever make that mistake again. And you should too. Ooh, welcome back to Plus Size Live Entertainment. I'm your host, Jackie. And I'm your host, Kayla. Welcome back. Yay. So, this whole uh, talk about <laughs> the uh, social media and, and comparing it to being a drug addict is like, it's, it might be true because especially with kids right now, right? All they yeah. do is like they're on their phones all day. There's nothing else. They're, the world could be ending and their phone is their priority. Like, I don't, yeah. you don't have kids, but like I have a daughter and she's literally on it all day. I, I feel like oh. there could be a fire in the apartment and she's like, wait, my phone. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, understand. No, I guess this is I why. 100, I 100%. <laughs> I have a lot of little younger cousins. And let me tell you, when, like, when my cousin went from being a 10-year-old to, like, a 12-year-old when she got her cell phone, her mm-hmm. life changed. It was like, no, my Instagram image, my this, my I was yes. like, what is happening right now? She became, like, a this full-blown like obsessive, like it has to look a certain way. Her Instagram, she needs certain filters to look a certain way. Like she can't have any, you know, any pictures of family on it. She only wants it to look, you know, like a professional Instagram. And I was like, you need to relax. Just a social media page, um, and and you're, and you're a teenager. So it's crazy the type of like addiction. Yeah. Like you, I I have to during the summer when she's with me, I steal her phone to like get her off of it. I'm like. We no, don't die. Like, we're watching a movie. I'm taking your phone. I'd still be like, no, the world is ending. Yeah, it's just, it, and no, I saw this article that said that the excessive use of social media exhibits the same bad decision-making traits as drug addicts. That's like a really bold statement. This was like a researcher yeah. from like Michigan State University who said this. And if they're doing this research, I mean, what's now we're going to be addicts of, I mean, I guess we could be addicts I of mean, food and stuff like that, but if you're doing, yeah. if you're living on social media, like, you literally, we're going to become, like, what is it called, introverts, and we don't leave the house oh, yeah. because we just live through social media. And, <laughs> and it's, like, and it's like the weirdest type of, it's the weirdest type of, type of introvertness because it's also while being 100% social, but mm-hmm. only online. So it's the weirdest, yep. like, there's no physical interaction with people anymore it's all about no. online interaction people date online have friends online everybody's everything online you eat online because all you have to do is press a button the food comes to you it's like what the hell is happening <laughs> it's so strange and it's crazy because the whole dating online like tinder and all this stuff came out started mm-hmm. dating my husband so I never mm-hmm. was a part of that wave of, of, like, swipe left, swipe right dating. But all of my mm-hmm. best friends who have been single over the last few years, like, it's – I'm seeing how they have to deal with that stuff. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, you, you're meeting someone yes. just random, and you're swiping left and right. I met my husband because – we went to high school together. We ran into, you know, like there's all this other interactions mm-hmm. that I had to go through to run it. And I was at a parade when I finally ran into him as an adult. So it's Aww. like I have to go outside <laughs> into the world 
to meet my husband. Exactly. And now people have actual relationships that they're like, oh, yeah, I met him on, on you know, uh, on. my friend's yep. dating a guy, like seriously dating a guy that she met on Bumble. And I'm like, that's crazy. All these dating apps exist and people are actually having like mm-hmm. relationships out of these dating apps. And I was like, that's so, it's so beyond me because I didn't, I like, I just missed the a cutoff. I had started dating him right before all of that stuff came out. <laughs> so it was like, no, but happened? have you, <laughs> yes, have you noticed apparently Instagram launched uh, your activity dashboard because it supposedly it helps you to set limits on the times that you're on Instagram. I haven't seen oh. it myself. Have you seen it? No, so, I like, haven't. To but check I can yourself? see how I can see how parents can use that though. Like, hey, yeah, this is how like much a... Instagram you're allowed today. <laughs> I guess I can see that being themselves. like very. Yeah, because that's crazy. It's like, crazy to I'm me. And I, an addict, right? and I know that, that I have an addict that. And I have to tell the thing, whatever social media, stop hey, me. stop me at a certain time or else I can't stop myself. <laughs> but you, but like, you see all this like texting and driving and like, and like being on oh, social media and trying. That's, and. It's the same as drunk driving, honestly, because the type of crazy accident you could get into is exactly the same. So I can understand oh. it being in a, and also lack of sleep. I've done it. I, I have 100% done it where I've been like, I'm going to bed right now. And then all of a sudden I end up on like a social media dive that lasts three hours. And then I look at the time and it's three in the morning and I'm like, what did I just do? <laughs> I'm like, I it's should funny. have gone to bed four hours ago. But I and I have done it, and it's horrible. And I can imagine that's the same way that, that like that you lack of sleep. Like if you, I had work the next day, and I'm three in the morning because I couldn't get off of social media. It's gonna affect mm-hmm. the way you work. We should it's start like all that stuff. We should start like a twenty-four. I know this probably been done before. We should start like a twenty-four hour challenge. No social media for twenty-four hours, and like get everybody involved. Imagine. Well, oh you my know, god, my it would be like dead silence. I should look into one something because I heard my friend had said that there's some phone company that's doing a, a no cell phone for a year challenge, and you get like oh a special God. phone that only calls like for emergency and tracks that Ooh. you're not using, and they track your all your social medias to make sure that no activity is happening on the social medias and no sign-ins happen. And, like, you have to give them all your signings, all your – and it's, like, a year, but at the end of the year, you get, like, some some amount of money. Hmm. Maybe for money. A friend of mine was was telling me about it, but I am not actually sure exactly what it was. Wow. So I have to look into that. a little bit of a long time. That's an interesting one. We'll tell you – We'll tell you, audience, next week about it. Okay, I guess, yeah. When we, when, I don't know if I'll do it, but let's see. <laughs> right? I don't think but, I could yes. because what we do, we need our phones. <laughs> I know, like, right? Can't, I have to. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We can't be there yeah. with you. Sorry. Because oh, then my. you would have us talking about nothing for a year. Yes. <laughs> We'd sit here and be we have so to go in bad. Person that what, we would have to go in person. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> everybody, don't forget to tune in on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. when Soul Talks always on Soul Paradise to hear the best of Motown and the soul and highlights from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. 
Next, we'll be discussing traffic and the toll it takes on your health. Ooh, right after our next song, Too Good by Drake and Rihanna. You're listening to Jackie and Suhaila with Plus Size Life Entertainment. See ya.
will bring it back and rewind it But all that glitters isn't gold, I was blind Should I never give you my heart on consignment? And I can't believe the lies that I went for Thought you was my bitch, you decided to be with him You took my feelings and just threw them out the window Feel like it's too hard to fall in love again, oh Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to... The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. And learn. Hey, welcome back hey. to Plus Size Life Entertainment. I'm your host, Suhaila. I'm your host, Jackie. How are you guys? Hey, we're back, and we're back with our health. So, the big huh. talk about this our This one is a tricky friends. one. <laughs> Yeah, we're also New Yorkers, so that's the thing. Like, we're 100% straight because I'm someone who travels by car every day. But I know, mm-hmm. Jackie, you do the train and, and public trans mostly. Yeah, I yeah I drive, but barely. <laughs> but barely, yeah. So yeah. I drive every day. So this this next topic is very, very true to my life. So it's a New York Times article came out about uh, that's called the suck, the suck and stress, the health cost of traffic. So mm-hmm. apparently, one of the biggest stresses in our in in our life, and like one of the things that causes like really bad stress, um, is being stuck in traffic. And yes. it says here that an American commuter spends 42 hours per year stuck in rush hour traffic. Oh, my God. So we live in a major city, an audience who's not in New York, who don't, who, who aren't aware of New York traffic. It's pretty bad. Um, I've heard other... You're like I've, a week of your life. <laughs> I've, also, I've also heard that L.A. is much worse. So anyone out in California want to put their two cents, let us know. Because here in New York, it's pretty bad, but I've heard California is definitely worse when it comes to L.A. traffic. But we have really bad traffic in New York, and I know people have killed and you know gotten beat up and all this just because 
you know, they exactly. entrust the Gryffindors and move. So it's not only a health risk, it's, you know, it's, you, you risk your life, obviously, when yeah. you're driving in traffic. And it says that, like, oh there's a lot of issues caused, uh, like, respiratory problems in, in major cities because of how much exhaust from idling vehicles there is and the pollution oh, of yeah, the awesome. cities. So that's, like, a really big issue. And just in general, like, the type of stress you go through and the, the time you lose is the biggest, the biggest issue that has been across the board. Because, mm-hmm. for example, you're sitting in a car, let's say, for an hour to get to work. In that hour, that same hour, if you were taking the train, I noticed it, my, my commute to school when I was at City College was a two-hour commute by church, public transportation. Wow. But in that no, two-hour commute by public transportation, I would do my reading. Stress-free. <laughs> I would study. I would study. I would listen to, you know, like I, I you know, I would study. I would, I learned my lines because I was a theater student. So I'd learn lines. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I did the things I needed to do during that time sometimes. Exactly. You, you could do your homework. You could do your homework if you're running. Or anything. On a two-hour I've commute, or even an hour commute, you you get sometimes you can get stuff done, or you read a book. Like I've read books because I've been taking the train. I have completed books mm-hmm. on the train. In a car, you can't do that. The most you could do is maybe listen to music, maybe an audio book you, if you're if you're willing enough to listen to. I'm not someone who can listen to someone read me a story. I like to read books myself. Um, God, yeah, exactly. You could do a bunch of stuff because yeah. I know somebody that the minute. They could be on traffic for literally a second. I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. Oh, my God, there's traffic. Like, we just stopped. Like, we literally just yeah. stopped. So there's some people who take it to, like, heart like, when they're in traffic for a second. And that's wow. probably so much worse for their health. I'm pretty good. Of course. Like, I'm always like, all right, this is just this little piece of traffic. It's okay. I'm going to be past it in a minute. I'm, I'm bit, Then again, I'm also an elementary school teacher. So I have mm-hmm. patience. Like I know that I I'm someone has patience, but I I do get That's irritated easily then. And it's like you do because get irritated easily when people drive badly or cut you off because you've been stuck in traffic. You're like, why would you do that? We're all here in traffic. Don't do that. Like I mm-hmm. I definitely get road rage, and I definitely you know I have let out my curses there in the back in the seat. Like I get angry, but like when it comes to traffic, I I kind of just let it happen because I know that there's no avoiding it at this point. I've been driving since but that's I was a, that's another 17. If, <laughs> yeah, if, if you cannot control the traffic, there's no way for you to go. You can't turn left, right, nothing. You can't go up or down. Then I, 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 this is where I think to myself, why get stressed? Because no matter how much I yell and scream at the driver and beat my horn for the other person to leave, it's not moving. So either yeah. I leave my car there and leave walking or just I'll just come down. But there's some people who just can't do it. They just can't. It's just something yeah. in them that is like, I need to get out of this. I need to get out of this, and I can't do anything about it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's, it, so, it could be very dangerous. It could be very, So very one dangerous. of the, the major things is that a lot of cities, you know, are now investing a lot of money because this is a health issue now because the amount of stress that it's costing and, you know, the exhaust and, like, the, the type of pollution it's costing cities is a major issue now so a lot of mm-hmm. more cities are investing more money in public transit which is something LA is now doing adding more um, bike lanes and things like that your yeah, city is an example of a city who has always had a, a pretty good public transit system but like I said 
by car, it takes me 20 minutes to get to City College. And by train, it takes, with no traffic, (laughs) 20 minutes. Let's say 40 minutes with traffic. If I get traffic, it's 40 minutes tops usually. Right? But I've been hearing for like. But by public mm -hmm. transit, it's two hours from where I live. So there's obviously wow. a situation where there, there's no ex, there's no direct way for where I live in Queens to get to Manhattan, and that's not okay. Exactly. That we, we have missing pieces. There's no way for me to go to the Bronx by train unless I go through Manhattan. But mm-hmm. at the Bronx, I live next to the, the Whitestone Bridge. So literally, if there was a train, it would be a one-stop train to the Bronx. Exactly. So but if I, we had some direct way into the Bronx without having going through Manhattan, that would be helpful too. So the city also, New York City is not perfect. It can make its public transit better. It can be because there's some people who, there's some people who taking the train is, is very easy. Like if you have a few stops to go or you're just going from uptown to downtown, don't drive there because let, let, let's leave the road for oh, like, yeah. the, like you people that, that you have to go far. You have to getting the train for two hours. You know what I mean? If you have a long hour. But somebody that is literally down the block, like, why are you driving? I feel like. Yeah. And I also yeah. been been hearing for years that they wanted to try, I don't know if you heard this, but they wanted to try yeah. to make Manhattan car free. Have you heard this before? I have not, but that would be crazy. I heard this, and they were trying to, like, the government was trying to, I think, impose it, but it didn't happen or something like that. So just Manhattan, though, not nothing else. Um, that they wanted it to be car free and see. I I don't know how that will work because I mean I probably they'll just keep like the police cars and ambulances and buses, but like no like private driving I guess. I but don't know how what, that will look. What, like what would happen to the famous New York City taxi then? You know what I mean? Like oh my God, if we had a city without our yellow cabs, I would be so like yeah. what the hell is going on? It's so weird. I don't know. It would be and, so uh, weird. Or also, also do like cars with, like, like if you live in a certain block, only those people who live in that block will park because parking is another part. If traffic is bad, parking is worse. I feel like, because oh, literally yeah, you're yeah. like driving around for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and you can't find that one spot. So I feel like 100%. maybe they should put that thing like if it's your block, then you're allowed to park there. Like maybe some type of, I don't know, a tag or something on your car that shows some you type live of here. regulation. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Dude, something like that. That's a weird. So another thing that's happened in the city, so that this is something that I find really weird and not okay, is by my theater in Harlem where I worked on the weekend, they've now on every on like every other block there are two parking spaces, no parking anytime except for um what's it called one of those like car rental services. So now oh. the city is leasing parking spots to private companies instead of having that parking for the citizens of the city. And I was like, that's not okay. That's street parking. Street parking should not be privatized. And they're privatizing it and it's like bizarre. But they were arguing about when they do the when they did the bike rental spots, people were fighting because they took up the rent spaces. That was a lot of that was a lot of space too. And it's like we already have hard time parking lanes. We already have a hard time parking in the city and having traffic in the city. Why would you add and more the bus stops, that you can? Yeah. The bus, let's say, is like three feet long. They take 10 feet for the bus. It's three feet long. Yeah. Why are you taking 10 feet? And exactly. nobody can park there. The whole block yeah. is yours. The whole bus. <laughs> so they, we're hoping, and people are hoping, people. that yes. 
that these initiatives are going to help them, um, help the cities mm-hmm. that we're going to get more money in it, and also self-driving cars are supposed to help, um, yes. you know, eliminate if you're a driver. The, yeah, so yes. we'll see. If you're we'll a driver, just no. No, I'm trying to tell yeah. I'm trying to tell people if you're a driver and you're in traffic, please calm down. It's not worth killing yeah. somebody, it's not worth stressing, it's not, it's not worth getting a heart attack, it's just not worth it. Just wait. It's not. If you're late, all it's right. better than not getting there at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so don't forget to tune in with your host, Mike T on Thursdays at eight PM to discuss all things dating, sex, relationship and marriage with guest guest experts, lawyers and celebrities. To dig into body language and how to tell if it's really if he's really into you. You're listening to Jackie and Sahela with Plus Size Life Entertainment. We'll be right back. Yeah. Life Entertainment. I'm your host, Jackie. And I'm your host, Suhaila. 
How you doing? <laughs> hey, girl, let me know. It's time for love and dating. <laughs> oh, my God. So this is funny. I was reading this article about, it says 26 body language signs that men, that mean he's into you. So, which means, I guess, you know how, like, when you meet the person, like, at a bar or something, and they're just looking, but you haven't talked to them? You could actually tell yeah. if they're into you, by the way, by this 26 language body language signs that they do, which is funny. I mean, we don't have time to go over them all because there's a lot of them. Yeah. But one of them says his pupils are huge. So now I'm thinking, okay, what does that mean? Yeah, right? Guess, yeah, because dilation could mean, like, he's high also. I don't know, right? So it's kind of like, mean, okay. yeah, I live in New York, so I feel like I'd be like, mm, you high. Uh. Yes. But it actually means he's into you. So, ladies, if you're out there and this happens, don't think that he's high. Maybe he's just into you. I don't know. <laughs> we will <we'll> see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, oh, the other one, which I personally don't like, but apparently is a thing. He licks his lips in a cute, not creepy way. <laughs> uh, well, you like, don't want oh. the creepy way. Yes, you don't want the creepy way because they they usually do it the creepy way and you're like, ugh. Yeah, you're just like, ew, <laughs> <funny>. weirdo. <laughs> I know. I mean, sometimes they do stuff just so you could get next to them and then, you know, they're somebody else. Who knows? Also, the, he takes a deep breath when he sees you. Aw. I could see that. <laughs> that one I could see. Yeah. Because it's like, ah, you know, like, oh, yeah. he's here. <laughs> <laughs> the... Did you see any that you like? It was like, oh, he touches your knee or tucks your hair behind your ear. So oh, I yeah. Guess, no, there's, there's – that, that one is good because it makes it look like, like oh, you know, being tender and being – Yeah, a little touch without being too pushy, you know, a little, like, oh, hands on top of you or whatever. Yeah, so exactly. So that's not creepy, I guess. Um. Hmm. This one is, I don't know about this one. He sits with his legs spread. I don't see that myself. Do you see that? I, yeah, I've never noticed one. That one is not something I like taking notice in, I guess. I, I can't think of a means. time where a guy would just open his legs. This says, this, says, this, says, this exposes his men parts, which are Wait, full of sensitive see? nerve endings. Hold so on, that's sorry. why he has to open it because I guess maybe he's, you know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know, ladies. You, you, <laughs> I don't know. If, ladies, if you know, notice all of this, please call us and let us know if you notice this because I, I don't know. And also, he points his toes towards you. Well, I know so, that that's like a body language thing is that like really? if, he, if he faces his body towards you he's interested but if he's like like the way they close themselves off so like if a person has like their arms crossed they're they're uncomfortable and like they're not open to you or they don't trust you like that's something that's like I've heard is like a body language sign like if your arms are crossed it's saying it like that's what that says it says that you're closed off you don't want to talk you don't Hmm. so like I can imagine like any type of part of your body is facing towards the person that's supposed mm-hmm. to mean that you're connected. So, cause I've seen that mm-hmm. happen. Like the way that people hold their hands too makes a difference. Like, 
You know, there's like, you can tell if someone's like possessive, if they're the person whose hand's always on top and has like your whole hand grabbed or there's all Mm. these different things. And it's funny. Yeah. And it's funny because there's another one is the opposite of what we just said about uh, opening his legs or, you know, this one says he crosses his legs. So I'm like, okay, so that's the opposite from the other one. But it means that if he crosses his legs away, but yeah. turns the rest of his body towards you, it means that he's just shy. But he still oh. wants to be next to you. Aw. Yeah. So that's, that, that's <laughs> yeah, so it's like contradictory. Yeah, a little bit. I guess the non-shy one will open it and the shy one will close it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, oh my god, that's a good way. And to also this one, I know, right? And then that, and then this one, which I, this one, I, I tend to see because you know, you meet somebody, you don't like, you don't want to look at their face because you're like embarrassed, but you really like oh, ugly and you know butterflies in your stomach, but you don't really want to look at them. It's this one of them. It says he talks to you without facing you because he's probably like, mm-hmm. oh my god, if I look at her, I'm like gonna start laughing or you know I'm embarrassed right. or whatever. Who knows? Right? Has that happened? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's like. <laughs> this All right, one, I've a lot. Yeah, he touches his throat. All what right. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess that's one. So we have to go to our next song. So, oh shout my out. <laughs> yeah. Tune in for the countdown of the best hip hop, R&B, and reggae with Tony Diamond. And next, we will talk about a Grammy nominee who said F you to fat shaming designers. Our next song mm-hmm. is Ella Bay Shot Clock. You're listening to Jackie and Halo Plus Size Live Entertainment. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, you better not stop. You got 24 seconds. Can you beat the shot? What you waiting on, little daddy? I ain't got that much time. You seem anxious, you seem adamant, but you ain't pressed my line. Wondering why, why, why? No, you ain't shy, shy, shy. I'ma say bye, bye, bye. But I know I won't think twice. Better than both of your pride. Do now, just do now. Don't you know all of these niggas wish that they could bag that? I'm just saying, boy, you playing, you gon' let it wind down. You got 24 seconds and it's starting right now. Shot clock. Don't feed, don't feed. You gon' fish your opportunity. Shot like clock. Don't feed, nigga. Pick up your feet, nigga. Shot What the fuck you waiting for? Yeah. It's a lot of niggas hating, and I don't entertain them. But damn, you gotta give me more. I know, I know, I know. Oh, if you don't want it like me, I can think about a hundred things I could be doing right now to waste 
Love Zone USA. Back to back to back to back to back to back. Hey, welcome back to Plus Size Life Entertainment. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm your host, Jackie. How are you, Jack? Welcome back. So now (laughs) we're talking about Grammy nominee BB Rexa and how she has been being turned down by fashion designers. To design her yeah. outfit because she is a size between a size six and an eight, which I might add is my size. I I always fall between a six and an eight, so I feel some type of way for her because I'm exactly. like you wouldn't. That means if I were out there and trying to get a designer and someone as famous as Virexa not being able to get a designer to she's nominated for a they Grammy said- with designer. Wouldn't want yes. to design for that. That's crazy. They said she's too big. Like, who says that to a person? They literally told her you're too big. First of all, her body is gorgeous. Like, she has, Exa- you know, I'm like, the perfect proportion. And I don't look like her. Yeah, like, like I don't, she's big in all the best places. Exactly. So. I don't get it. Why? Because anything, the outfit looks better on her because she is, and it's like, it shows all the curves. It shows the dress really nice. Everything she wears oh. looks nice. So this so designer, whoever it is, came on you. <laughs> yeah. She said it was multiple designers. So I, like, personally, I I would have shouted them out. I'd be like, yo, Gucci didn't want to dress me. This one didn't want to dress me. I'd be calling out names. I'm petty. But I guess other people are like to be more politically correct. But I'd be like, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I don't understand because there's more plus size girls out there that are like plus, more plus size, and they get designer. So I'm surprised they're doing this to her. I think um, it's also because she's not as big a name like as as some of the other ones. But still, it's still even a name and it's still showing and, dress. Still, and she's still nominated for a Grammy. So whether or not you don't exactly. recognize her name instantly, like you know, Cardi, everyone knows her name now, right? And maybe not mm-hmm. everyone knows BB Rexa that same exact way, but once you're nominated for a Grammy, it means you're somebody. So you're either somebody, way, so. Be, yeah, and no one should feel bad about their dress size, and that's the, like end of discussion. How you have people like ask like Grammy dress, you know, six, dress by eight are like the perfect size, and because not and not that there for, is a perfect clothing. size, you know, like no. it's just. Because you have a little bit of that and a little bit of this. <laughs> yeah, you just you have a little extra. It's okay. Yeah, there's more to love. Um, <laughs> the halo being yeah. one. Of them. So 
I hope she just doesn't go back to them. I hope she doesn't go back to them and whoever they, they are. And, you know, she just goes to somebody else. Somebody else will enjoy, you know, their outfit on her. So, exactly. They're so, lost now. We're definitely um, on our Instagram page. We're going to post some BB Rexa, um, just some stuff we talked about. If you guys want to check it out, we'll, we'll post um, a link to the BB Rexa and to Cardi B's rant video because I know all of you guys <laughs> want to see it. Um, if you yeah, haven't, they haven't already. it's been over millions of people, like 5 million people or some crazy number like that have seen this video. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely going to post like that for million. you guys. It's, it's, in, it's insane because so yes. many people have seen this video and it's a celebrity just saying how scared she honestly is for our country. Mm-hmm. So just make sure we're going to post that up for you guys so that you can see what we're talking about here and make sure to follow make sure. us at Plus Size Life Entertainment. You can find yes. it. You can see stuff that we're talking about. We're going to post all the things we're going to talk about. We have Motivation Mondays. We have all this stuff in line for you, so please follow us. You'll get to know more about me mm-hmm. and Jackie along the way also. And make sure to follow yes. me at Suhaila, Z-U-H-E-I-L-A, and Jackie. And me at I am Jackie, I-A-M-J-A-C-K-I-E, underscore A. And the link to our new uh, Plus Size Life Entertainment Instagram is also on my page, and Suhaila says, so you go, in case you forget, it's on our pages too, so you better listen to it. Hit up <laughs> all three of us tonight. Um, remember, you can yes. always message us on Plus Size Life at thelovezoneusa.com. Also, if you want to write us an email, Instagram, mm-hmm. we're on Facebook at Plus Size Life Entertainment. We're on everything. Find us. You have no excuse. <laughs> yes. And you don't forget to check us out. Yes. Don't forget yeah, to check us out next week. We will have a model hairdresser, Elise, on our show to share beauty tips with all our lovely listeners. And we will leave you with Promises by Sam Smith and Calvin Harris. You're listening to Jackie and Suhaila with Plus Size Live Entertainment. See you later, guys. Bye. See you next week. See ya. <laughs> Are you drunk now? Now to judge what I'm doing. Are you high enough to excuse that I'm ruined? Cause I'm ruined. Is it late enough for you to come and stay over? Cause you're free to love, so tease me. Ooh. I made no promises, I can't do golden rings, but I'll give you everything. Magic is in the air, there ain't no science here, so come get your everything. I made no promises, I can't do golden rings, but I'll give you everything. Magic is in the air, there ain't no science here, so come get your everything.
promises I can't do golden rings But I'll give you everything Magic is in the air There ain't no science here So come get your everything I'm a sinner. 